to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside tonight on universe box. The Tanners celebrate the holidays. A media merger is gaining attention. And William Shakespeare gets a co-author. This is Universe Box. I'm Bill Meeks. Oh, and this, and this is Universe Box, Box for October 25th, 2016. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm in a Gilmore Girls excitement Yeah, you're coma. so excited about Gilmore Girls. It's it, it, the... the 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 fever is contagious. The Gilmore Girls fever is fever! absolutely contagious. Totes. Uh, so, Anne Marie, how you doing? I'm doing good. You're doing well. I'm doing spectacular. Superman does good. You're doing well. I don't do good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing spe- spectacular. So, how was your weekend? What is a weekend? A weekend is uh, the days between the week. <laughs> I guess the first five days. You know, yeah, the two days after the week. Um, it was all right. There was a little bit of laziness, then there was a little bit of SeaWorld, and there was a lot of bit of candy. SeaWorld's fun. SeaWorld gives you candy. They do, they, for Halloween, they give you free candy, which like, is... And they let adults The best kind treat. of candy, honestly. I love candy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And How I, was your weekend? It was good. I, uh, well, I also went to SeaWorld, and, uh, then I also spent a lot of time watching a program that I'm going to talk about later, so I won't talk about it now, but... Well, fine then. Be that way. Okay. I will. <laughs> I guess. Okay, so <laughs> I guess we should go ahead and get started in the main discussion here. We're looking into the world of television and serialized streaming storytelling in Televisionary. So what's up first, Amory? First up is Fuller House Season 2 Pictures. With Season 2 of Fuller House set to premiere on December 8th, not 7th like I told you earlier, the Netflix <laughs> original has released some promotional pictures, and they are going to put you in the holiday spirit. From yeah. a costume party to Thanksgiving dinner to matching Christmas PJs, the so Tanners... and Desi. But it, a Halloween Christmas party. Or, no, no Halloween, Christ, Halloween costume party. <laughs> the Tanners are looking to celebrate. Ah! <laughs> I'm dressing up as a uh, Christmas for Halloween this year. Please do that. Like, I am. please do that. That would be amazing. Excellent. So these pictures look like a lot of fun, and I love all the different costumes. Um, and not that the show isn't about family. Maybe it's more. This season's going to be a little bit more about the family versus DJ's dating life, which would be cool. Mm-hmm. But but there's not much Stephanie, and there's a lot of holidays that occur before the premiere date. So I have questions about all that. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm a little it, confused. You're a little kerfluffled. You know, I might be kerfluffled. Well, I guess we should we should, we should start off saying that you know we really liked the first season. We of Fuller loved House. it. We were both fans of the original series, and we yes. thought it was a. Yeah, I, I I thought anyway that it was a really good update. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of kept the spirit of the show, but was more. It for, had the cheese factor. <clears throat> versus being aimed at kids, it was more aimed at our generation. Uh, but I, you know, I, I I was looking at these photos here, and you know, it's interesting that a lot of them center around holidays. That was the thing that stuck out to me too. Perhaps uh, there's going to be time skips within the episodes. I, I feel like maybe oh. the reason they're doing it all holidays is so they can have more of the original cast back, like Danny, Joey, Jesse. So they have a reason to have them there instead of the... Yeah, since they're all off living their own I'm lives. I'm having a dinner downtown. Let me show up and sleep in the basement. Yeah, uh, but that that would uh, definitely be my one hope for the new series is that those guys feature more because they're all really good comedians. They work well together. They're friends, and too. It's it, nice to work with your friends. Yeah, as much as I like the original or the first season of Fuller House, it'd be nice to have those guys back in the main 
rotation too instead of a one-off cameo here or there well i mean the first time they probably just weren't sure how this was gonna go very true very so, true i just would like to see an olsen twin yeah oh i doubt just, that's gonna I, happen i know it won't it's there just... were a lot of olsen twins jokes in the first season i wonder though. if we'll get any more okay but if you guys didn't know we record this 10 30 p.m or 10 10, 10 p.m est at live.universebox.com with our chat we have angel and bobby and michael over there they have some thoughts about it angel t says fuller house is definitely interesting it does have the che- cheesiness of the original show and bobby only watched the first episode or two and angel's not say anything in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Michael hasn't even watched it, so we're not going to talk Michael about it Michael hasn't anymore. even seen the original. What? Michael, you're not American. Michael, get out of our chat room. No, I'm just No, kidding. don't leave Stay the chat room. Stay in our chat room. It's totally cool. Uh, but, <gasps> so, yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting to see. I, I mean, I'm sure we'll watch it like oh, pretty much immediately. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so what's our next story, Emery? Our next story is Kanye boycotting the Grammys. When Yeezy, when Yeezy ain't happy, then nobody's happy. <laughs> this year, Kanye West is boycotting the Grammys in support of his friend Frank Ocean, whose album Blonde was not nominated. <clears throat> According to reports from Ocean's management, this, the Blonde was not submitted to for Grammy consideration, mm. even though it was released before the deadline. Kanye is looking for an exception to be made in favor of Ocean as there was in 2010 for Lady Gaga and Best New Artist, I believe. Mm -hmm. Related, Frank Ocean already has two Grammys to his (laughs) name from 2013. So, what do you, what do you think about this this story? Because I, I have my own thoughts. I'm sure I'm you trying do. Trying to hold them back. Okay, so I mean, if we're not going to get cra- crazy Kanye at the Grammys, we might as well get crazy Kanye about the Grammys beforehand. Pre Grammys. Pre Grammys. I'm just a little confused as to why Ocean's team didn't submit an already Grammy winning artist's work. Maybe mm. they didn't think it was quite worthy, even though Kanye obviously does. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, th- this is kind of what Kanye does, right? I-, I-, I feel like, you know, it's kind of played out, though. Enough grand grandstanding around the Grammys, mm-hmm. uh, Kanye. I mean, you know, the Taylor Swift thing from a few years ago. I'm going to let you finish, but first I'm going to – oh, no. You're going to – I'm going to Kanye. Yeah, Yeah, but, uh, you know, it it was fine. It worked really well for you. Got you a lot of press and everything. But if you keep doing it, it loses all meaning. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you never like the way the Grammys shake out, maybe you should just start your own music awards show. I mean, I would actually, as long as Yeezy is like the host, like the MC, like the the uh, Billy Crystal or the Chris Rock of, of uh, the Yeezy Award I'd... Show, I would totally watch it. I want a Yeezy. Can I get a Yeezy little statue? That'd be nice. A little. Oh, can I get my own little Yeezy? I'd say though that if he if he runs a uh, if he runs his own award show, he'd probably get more press than complaining about the award show that already exists. That's too. true. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. Over in the chat room, they're just uh, talking about reboots. Still, I guess Bobby's heard that Machinima is rebooting Knight Rider. I don't know what Machinima is, but I thought Night Raider already got rebooted. Yeah, like two years ago. NBC did it two years ago. So maybe it didn't. I guess they might be doing it again. Uh, Very interesting. Very interesting. Okay, well, enough about Kanye. Enough about Fuller House. Enough about Night Rider reboots. Uh, Go ahead and grab some popcorn and find your seat. We're opening up the curtain on Cinematters. Now this is a story. 
Uh, interesting story, Emery. What's up? I was just going to say, have you ever wanted to own your own piece of the Twilight Saga? I have, actually. Well, fantastic. Awesome. If you're a fan of sparkly vampires or just want to look like one, 900 items, costumes, and props from the Twilight movies are currently available for bidding Can it be at both? Prop Store Auctions. <laughs> Um, a formal auction will be held in Hollywood on November 19th and 20th, and some of the items for auction include both versions of Bella Swan's wedding dress, bloodied mm. and not, and a house's worth of furniture, possibly two. This could be the perfect Christmas gift for that twihard in your life. Is there a twihard in your life? Nope. Right here. This guy right here. Homie, you don't even know who Bella is. Yes, I do. Who's Bella? She's the one who was having trouble uh, choosing between uh, Edward and Jacob. Duh. And she also had Edward's baby, or no, Jacob's baby. Whoa. But Edward... Well, like, stop now. Get the baby out of her stomach or something like that. <laughs> okay, that's actually more than I knew about it. Um, See, I told you. Twilight. So, A, I never read the books or watched the movies. B, some of the items are a little chintzy and come with a $50 opening bid. Anyone for a plain gray t-shirt? No. But fangirls will buy anything, won't they? See, I heard, I heard they, had, they didn't just have one gray t-shirt. They had 50 in different shades. That's I what I heard. I can't. I, I just, I, I'm walking away from it. What did you think about the Twilight Saga auction? Um, <laughs> I, I actually thought that it was – it's timed very well. Like they've mm-hmm. had this stuff in the warehouse for years and years and years. But the fans of the they original the series who, who were uh, teenagers and college age and stuff like that back when the books and the movies first came out, they're, they're right at the age where you get a lot of disposable income if you don't have kids. And uh, <laughs> I was about to say – Wait, they're our age. I have yeah. no disposable income. <laughs> but if you don't have kids. Yeah. Uh, so, so uh, you know, I, I think good for them. I mean, I've always wanted some props. Make a from, buck, homie. And I've always wanted some props from my favorite movies. Uh, you know, so why would I badger fans of a lesser series wanting the same thing? Uh, that's Dude, what, the props are stupid. Some of them. Yeah. I'm, I'm there's sure like I, a wrapped gift. Like, you know there's nothing in there. It's uh-huh. literally just wrapping paper. Well, it's a range. It's a range. And For you 50 could, bucks? You can have a piece of Twilight. They're even selling, like, the stunt person's clothes <laughs> and jewelry. Nice. There's, nice. like, three versions of the stunt gray t-shirt. I'm like, y'all. Might be a really famous stunt person. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Over in the chat room, Angel says, I was a tween when the books came out. So, yeah, I've read the books and seen the movies. Not a Twihard, but I don't hate it. So Question mark? So we do have a Twihard in our life, Amory. Mm, and how dare you make fun of them? I wasn't making fun. I just don't know who's spending 50 bucks on that t-shirt. Well, let's go ahead and move on to someone who it's fine to make fun of. Probably. So have you heard about this AT&T Time Warner merger? A little bit. Who's watching these people? (laughs) So with the announcement last week of AT&T Time Warner's proposed merger, there's a lot of discussion about what governing bodies should be given the opportunity to make sure that everything stays on the up and up. Currently, it looks like the Department of Justice and the Federal Trade Commission will be reviewing and possibly the FCC, but there's a question over their jurisdiction. Mm. Okay, so things like this are usually way above me, and I'm not going to lie. This is what I call a sticky wicket. A sticky wicket. A sticky wicket. So, like I said, I don't really – this isn't like my area, but I can see why there's a need for regulations with such a large business buying another (laughs) large business that controls the same things. Mm -hmm. So, with two such high-profile companies, there is the consideration of them taking over the market and not giving anyone else a chance. However, AT&T's counsel is arguing that it's no, no, no. It's just going to increase the reach of Time Warner's content. Sure. 
But you're making the money on it. When has AT&T ever lied to the American public? Ever. Ever. <laughs> okay, so full disclosure, I used to work for AT&T. Uh, that being said, they are totes evil and shouldn't be allowed to do this. Uh, I, I, I can say that as a former employee, I think. Of over a year, yep. Yeah, uh, so I, I am sick and tired of all this media consolidation, though. Uh, you know, inter- I don't think internet providers should be allowed to be content creators, content distributors, because right. it creates a huge conflict of interest mm-hmm. in, a, in a growing space when it comes to prioritizing traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, how, how much uh, do you want to bet that the new AT&T slash Time Warner uh, streaming service mm-hmm. will work great on the AT&T network. In- network, which, by the way, they're the second largest ISP in the country. Hmm. Uh, but, you know, it, that, it'll work great on there. But Netflix is probably going to be throttled to heck and back. And, uh, you, you know, I, I just I, – I, I hate all this stop merging. consolidation. Just stop merging. I really feel like AT&T as well as other outlets like Comcast slash NBC Universal. <clears throat> slash. I, I, I think they need broken up or, mm-hmm. or we're going to be heading towards a very scary future where just a few companies control – Everything we see in here, which leads to myopic viewpoints and, you know, uh, annoys me. Plus, you know, Time Warner uh, owns DC Comics, so this could hurt DC Comics. and Nobody wants that. No. Really. We can't do that. Yeah, it's it's very sad, though. I, I, I hate to see this kind of stuff moving forward, and I hope, I hope someone finds some way to squash it who's not me because I don't have the power. Nope. Uh, I will fight the power, though. Fight the power. Anytime I possibly can. Okay, uh, let's go ahead uh, real quick. We're going to get back to the main discussion in just a second. But first, we'd like to tell you about our Patreon. Uh, now, if you don't know what Patreon is, Patreon is a great way you can help support the podcast. Support us. Help us be better. Yeah, yeah. Buy us coffee. Definitely. And uh, ba- internet. Basically, what you can do, it's kind of like uh, you know NPR or something. You're just like, hey, mm-hmm. I want to give Bill and Anne-Marie a a buck a month so they can go out and buy a pack of gum, a cup of coffee and split it. And you know, where are you getting dollar coffee? (laughs) We we would love to do that. We would love to split a cup of coffee. We maybe we'll Facebook live it. If you, Earmark it coffee. Yes. Uh, but, you know, uh, if you want to do that, if you want to help support us for all all we do, all the time and resources we put into these shows, we'd really, really appreciate it. There are a lot of ways, rewards, that we pay you back. The most important one is the $5 Star Patrons Club, where, uh, you know, basically uh, there's a bunch of benefits. Uh, one mm-hmm. of them is we read your name on every episode of every podcast we do. The other... Oh, here we go. Is that we pick your own media company to merge with. Oh, who are we merging with this week? Uh, Let's see. Angel? I'll name the media company along with everyone's name. Okay. Okay. So Becca Baca gets Netflix. Netflix. Angel gets uh, Hulu. Holly Max 79 gets Crackle. Monica Jones gets iTunes. Uh, Sage of Earth gets Amazon Prime. Uh, Harry Seidler uh, gets nothing. I hate him. Uh, Timothy Peters gets... Poor Harry. <laughs> Timothy Peters gets uh, whatever that kid streaming That we talked service. about last week? Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Robert Catler get, gets... I don't can't think of any other names right now. Hope Mullinex, Karen uh, Horlatcher, and Jessica Gonzalez. You guys are awesome. You're the dreamers of dreams. If you want to be a member of the $5 Star Patrons if Club... If you want to tell us who to merge with... Or just throw us a buck or something, uh, go to patreon.com slash universebox. And, and remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Okay, uh, before we get back to the main discussion, I just want oh, to yeah. say, over in the chat room, mm-hmm. Angel says, uh, in, ter- in terms of like merge 
merging and stuff like that. She says, you mean like how Disney seems to own a bunch of stuff? Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, that, that I, I kind of dislike that, too. Mm-hmm. It's I, not I, so fun. I saw the writing on the wall back when they picked up Marvel. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to like the next Marvel movie. And guess sure what? Sure enough. I didn't. Uh, but, you know, they, let's stop talking about comic books and talk Wait. about real books. No, not yet. Friday. Around 8.30 oh, yes. p.m. We're having a patron hangout. If you're not a patron, become one before then. You can come hang out with us. Yeah, you can come talk, chat with us. Uh, we usually get even hangout. crazier. Yeah, so fr- Friday, definitely. Sorry I forgot about that. That's okay. It's not in big, capital, bold, red letters or anything. Did we Did we say remember to think outside? Yeah, let's do it again, though. Remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Okay, now comics, novels, Dr. Seuss, as long as you can read it, we've indexed it and shoved it in a folder. Let's crack open the bibliophile. So, like I said, I should have grabbed my book. So Shakespeare has a co-author now. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Christopher Marlowe, a contemporary of William Shakespeare, has formally been named as the co-author of Henry VI, parts one, two, and three. Um, it is speculated that plays used to be written like screenplays are now, where one writer will begin the process and the outline, and they'll have some others fill in certain little scenes. This mm-hmm. discovery, which has been suspected and debated for centuries, is likely to pro prompt a review of many 16th and 17th century plays so what do you think about this um well there's always something new to learn about shakespeare somehow (laughs) um i actually remember having this discussion in college hi theater major can't Mm -hmm. help it um and i I remember at the time there wasn't any evidence. There was just lots of speculation, just like the verbiage and, you know, the creating of the words. Uh-huh. Um, so I think that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. No? You don't think it's cool? I, 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 I'm Do you like Shakespeare being Shakespeare? I, I, like, I like pure Shakespeare. Pure, pure Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Uh, you know, this is actually pretty similar to what's happened uh, to the legacy of Stanley and Bob Kane and some other people from comic books. Mm-hmm. Although uh, there aren't really any uh, living relatives of Christopher Marlowe uh, championing the case. To the best of our knowledge. Uh, you know, while credit where credit is due, I think is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I can't help but think that maybe uh, the plays wouldn't be as well remembered if Shakespeare's name wasn't attached for one. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I, I took a look at some of the methodology they used. Yeah. And it's pretty shady. Uh, they, they ran basically a text analysis software nice. on a bunch of Shakespeare plays and then on these ones in Marlowe plays and then on these ones in particular. But if they were responsible for writing a bunch of plays together, don't you think that would skew the results a bit? You a know, mm-hmm. if if there was a lot of uh, Marlowe and Shakespeare, why? how would that be a good data source to use to see if these Marlo Shakespeare, Shakespeare. plays? Yeah. yeah. Plus, you know, writers are known for writing and coming up with creative ways to say things and speaking in other voices with, through their writing. So, I right. mean, you know, a personal letter, uh, even a technical manual, I think would be a lot better to use this kind of analysis software but with. But did uh, they really write that many technical manuals then? No, they didn't. Okay, it, then. Just, just for typewriters. No, wait, not even typewriters. There was, not even no, typewriters. This was all handwritten. Uh, you know, and if you look at the like complete mm-hmm. Shakespeare, that's a lot of ink. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. This just kind of feels like a, a move to drum up interest in the new edition uh, of the plays mm-hmm. or maybe the text analysis software. Right. I, either way, it doesn't. It didn't really sound like definitive proof to me, mm-hmm. and uh, I, they're, they're billing it as such, which makes me instantly distrust it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, over in the chat room, Angel says, it was a, I, I was about to ask that whether there's already been some argument about whether Shakespeare completely wrote all of his plays and stuff. No, I mean... 
that's a lot of words to write in a lifetime, mm-hmm. let alone just the like adult career. Yeah. Basically, I mean, you don't have a five-year-old writing Romeo and Juliet. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Definitely. It wouldn't be that good. I, uh, you if, still be if you studying. put a thousand uh, five-year-olds in front of typewriters and have them type for a thousand years. You so. would get some of the words that Shakespeare created. Yeah. Probably. You would get an episode of Bubble Guppies. Okay. Uh, so, ba, 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 bubble guppies. All right. Uh, it's time to move on. Okay. So throw in your headphones and warm up your pipes. We're going to make sure your mu- modern music knowledge is in tune. tune. Okay, so we're going to do something a little different uh, for Intune tonight because uh, this weekend um, I, I found out – I got some really bad news. Uh, it's music-related though. Uh, so I had this friend in college named Ryan Hord – high school and college named Ryan Hord. We were in choir in high school together and then in college uh, we – you know, we were really good friends and, uh, you know, he, he kind of helps uh, push me towards writing songs and stuff, which, you know, led me to writing all sorts of stuff and led me here in a lot of ways. And he was always very encouraging. He was very friendly. I remember once the first summer I was at our college, uh, he was the like one of the only other people there. So we hung out constantly. And I mean, we were friends for on and off for probably eight years. I haven't talked to him in a long time, but I, he passed away this weekend. Uh very sad. I, I won't go into too many details about it or anything, but you know, if you need help, get help. Uh, I'll just say that much. But don't let the addiction take you. But he was such a wonderful musician uh, that I thought I, I'd take this segment of the show to play you one of his songs called "Skin Deep." I, his, I believe his cousin uh, posted it on YouTube, so I went ahead and grabbed it. So we're going to play that right now, and uh, we'll be back in just a second. <laughs> Shaking. Well, that's because you're being recorded. Yeah, nervous. For the media. I'm really nervous. <laughs> 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 All right. Let's get you a record deal off of my page. I want to. Of the ages, the turning friends. 
question protesting the wind. good guy uh he he was a very uh he, he wore his heart on his sleeve uh he he had a lot of sadness in him but he used it to make some beautiful music and he was a really good friend so I, I, i'll miss you ryan uh i hope hope you're better now um okay so let's lighten up the mood okay so so what's in the box uh, you're about to find out uh we've each selected a special story to discuss uh let's pop open the universe box 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 box. Box box. <laughs> so Suge Knight has not forgot about Dre. Nor should he. No, nor should. Well, <laughs> I think Dre would like him to. That's not Dre. That's Shakespeare. Um, while the world knows about the long-standing feuds between rappers, Suge Knight and Dre are entering yet another round. Knight has claimed that Dre put a hit out on him in 2014 to avoid having to pay him 30% of his earnings from his deal with Apple <clears throat> for the sale of Beats, Beats by Dre. The Beats. The Beats. So um, because of this hit, Knight is claiming that he sped away for fear of his life off the set of Straight Outta Compton, hitting and killing Terry Carter, a.k.a. why he is currently awaiting trial. The claim for 30% comes from an early contract between Dre and Knight in the 1990s, alleging a <laughs> lifetime management agreement, even the two, even though the two have not interacted since 1996. Oy vey. Well, yeah, wasn't it just a couple weeks ago I was calling for the rap battles of old to reassert themselves? Yep. So, there it is, homie. Wish granted. There it is. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, uh, so it's dramatic. This is a big one. Yeah, this it's is a big this, one. Okay, hold, hold on to your pokeballs, folks, because uh, this, is, this is pretty amazing. And according to Michael in the chat room... It has already begun. It's already begun. Yes, uh, Pokemon Go is launching its first in-game event for Halloween. Uh, so I, and this article comes to us from What the Fangirl, our, our good friend Hope Molinax wrote it. So, mm -hmm. hey Hope, What the Fangirl people. Okay, so Pokemon Go is getting its first special event ever. Mm -hmm. uh, starting tomorrow, uh, you're more likely to find spooky Pokemon like Gastly's, Haunters, and Drowsies. And you'll also get double candy for transactions and quadruple candy for walking your buddy around. Uh, I'm going for a walk like tomorrow. my buddy, 
like my buddy Raichu. I have like a three mile walk tomorrow morning. Perfect, perfect. Uh, I, I'm as somebody who is slogging my way uh, to level twenty three. This comes as really great news because uh, I'm hoping uh, that maybe as the event rolls on, maybe there'll be some other bonuses. Like maybe they'll toss some lucky eggs our way on Halloween or some pokeballs or something. That would be awesome. That would be nice. But yeah, uh, I'm completely addicted to this game. Like. And this is something I never thought he would be addicted to. Yeah. Like, uh, this is way out of character. I, I was a kind of anti the concept of gamification until I played Pokemon Go. And then I was like, oh, I get Gamify it now. Gamify it all. So, so uh, as soon as we're done uh, recording this, I'm probably going to go out and catch some Gastlys or something nice. like that. Okay. Uh, so, Anne-Marie, what holidays do we have coming up? Okay. Tomorrow is a fun one. It is Pumpkin Day. Pumpkin. Pumpkin. It's actually mm-hmm. pumpkin, but I like to say pumpkin. Mm-hmm. It is also mincemeat day. If you would like a mincemeat pie, tomorrow is the day to have it. Also, it's oh, howl at the moon day. So basically what you're telling me to do is make a mincemeat pie with a pumpkin crust, take it outside, catch a ghastly, and then howl at the moon. I like it. It's good. I can. I, I'm down with all three of those holidays. And they're much. Easy. I've never had mincemeat. You haven't. Mincemeat pie is delicious. Mm, it's absolutely. It's absolutely delicious. You should try. What it is it? Mincemeat. Helpful. I don't know. I don't ask I'm questions. Googling. I don't ask questions. It's. It says meat in the name of a pie. I just go with it. <laughs> okay. So let's see here. Uh, what are we excited about this week besides mincemeat pie? We're offering up our recommendations in suggestibles. Okay, so Anne-Marie, you have a suggestible. What is it? I don't even know. Gilmore Girls! Gilmore Girls. Okay, so I know I've talked about this before. And I happened to, when I was looking for stories this morning, notice that there was like an update to the Gilmore Girls website. Uh-huh. Um, you can find some cool links to like merchandise and to all of the different businesses within Stars Hollow. But there was also like love advice from Kirk. And mm-hmm. if you watch Gilmore Girls, Kirk is amazing. He's fantastic. He's wonderful. Sure. Oh, uh, <laughs> it, it's fantastic. Um, but there was also this countdown going on, and I saw this way too early in the morning. So I was like, "Oh, sometime today, I need to come back and see what that was." Mm-hmm. And I was putting together the doc. I'm like, "Doop doop 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 doop," and uh, the countdown said like three minutes. I was like, "Well, let me just sit here and wait and see what's gonna happen." Dude, it was the official trailer because we are exactly one month from Gilmore Girls launching. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going to do like a big thing about this. So here's what I'm just going to give you. We're exactly one month away from Gilmore Girls, a year in the life coming to Netflix. Um, So here are some of the highlights of the official trailer. Suki, y'all, Suki St. James. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, you may know her from Ghostbusters. Never heard of her. Bridesmaids and all sorts of shenanigans. She makes an appearance. All three of the boys, Team Dean, Jess, and Logan. Emily is wearing a t-shirt. You, that, I know that doesn't sound like a, like a thing, but Emily's wearing a t-shirt. All sorts of confusion from both of the girls. And Kirk is at Emily's house. <laughs> I I don't know I have no idea. So look for more from me. All sorts me. of madness. I know you're like I don't I don't speak this. This is no, this I mean, is like I, uh, Greek. I've seen most of the series. I know, but you still look very confused. Yeah, I, I'm not completely obsessed with you. It's it's like, I'm not completely obsessed with you. No, like you. I, oh, I okay. I was uh, like, but uh, it, it's probably uh, it's probably something like how when I talk about like Krypton and Superman and this that and the other, and you're like, what? 
What? Okay. What? Over, over in the chat room, uh, let's see. Uh, Angel T is saying, maybe I'll have some pumpkin spice stuff in honor of Pumpkin Day. And uh, where will you find it? Um, I have no idea. There is no pumpkin spice anything. Mm-hmm. Anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Michael Lucero says, every time I see that <gasps> Luke's Diner thing, I have to remind myself it's not about Luke Cage. Oh, chat and, room. Angel's uh, lost about the Gilmore Girls stuff, too, which Anne-Marie is not too happy about. Angel, Angel. darling. Yeah, sorry. Uh, it's late okay so i have my suggestible too and yes, that you that is that. a it's a wonderful wonderful show called black mirror they just released the more th- netflix the uh-huh. third season on netflix i it's out now it came out this weekend and it's awesome i i fell in love with this uh technological twilight zone from charlie brooker back during the first season and so far the third season hasn't disappointed i'm i'm four episodes in i think i was a little creeped out uh, but yeah you saw the video game episode yeah uh, but uh, my favorite episode so far is Shut Up and Dance, where Teen Boy's webcam gets hacked, uh, leading to the hackers blackmailing him into doing a series of awful things. It, it's, uh, each episode is set you know, a second from tomorrow and makes you think about the direction about, uh, of things like the internet, smartphones, social media, and where it's all sending society. It's a really thought-provoking, creepy a uh, wonderful, wonderful show. It's chilling stuff and sometimes even hot, heartwarming in the case of uh, San uh, Junipero, uh, which was the fourth episode, I believe. A really touching story. Kind of had me a little misty at the end. Uh, love story set in the 80s. Uh, you know, it's on Netflix now. So really, you have no excuse not to go check it out. I, I highly recommend checking out at least one episode. If you like the dark and scary Twilight zone kind of stuff, uh, check out any episode basically and if you you don't i would actually check out uh san junipero because it's just a really good love story with a technological twist uh so uh definitely go check it out and let me know what you think uh in fact you can write us and let us know uh coming up here because we can't wait to hear your blathering let's hear what our listeners have to say in blather skypes another week with no blather skypes it's but okay, from though. the chat room angel keeps reminding us that she is basically a baby because she was seven when gilmore girls came out <laughs> seven seven and she's terrible at watching shows all right fair and michael lucero said he went to the store on sunday and literally bought 12 pumpkin spice foods michael lucero you're my hero cool and we love your blather skypes in the chat room Sorry. live uh tuesday and thursday nights 10 p.m eastern time at live.universebox.com we'd love to hear from you too uh you can email us contact at universebox.com tweet mm-hmm. us at universe underscore box the facebook group is facebook.com slash groups slash universebox show and the voicemail number is four two four two seven four two three five two again that's four two four two seven four twenty three fifty two and your assignment this week because we always give homework watch an episode of black mirror tell us what you think or send me your favorite pumpkin spice recipe or send us your favorite pumpkin spice recipe and maybe we'll make it for the <gasps> show. yes if you can... oh thursday no if you can send me <laughs> your favorite pumpkin spice recipe by noon eastern mm-hmm. i will try and make it definitely and not no nutmeg recipes no cinnamon recipes like pumpkin cinnamon. spice which is cinnamon and nutmeg and ginger okay we're gonna close off with some ta- close up uh with some takeaways here okay it's impossible to forget about dre always assume an author had help mm. it's a rare condition this day and age to see any good news on the newspaper page and the at&t time warner merger sounds like the setup for a Black Mirror episode. 
Okay, so uh, we're, we're going to skedaddle out of here. We'll be back Thursday, 10 p.m., live.universebox.com. We want to thank all of our chatters, uh, Angel and Bobby and Michael, for coming in and chatting with us. We love all of you. You know that. Big hearts. Big Emery, big hearts. where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at AMDSimone. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at uh, universebox.com, I believe. Yeah, it's a- and uh, you can follow me out of here because I'm going to go play some Pokemon Go. Uh, so until next time. Remember to think outside. Hey.